0: Hello and welcome to Not That Anybody Asked. I took a very accidental week off last week. I had my mom here over the weekend prior to Halloween and then she left on Wednesday. Jake had duty on Wednesday night, which Wednesdays is usually when I record to go up on Friday. So then Thursday I didn't feel like rushing and whatever. So I didn't want to put out anything not that I would be proud of or that I wanted to put out. So we just had a little break. So very sorry I didn't warn anybody, I'm okay. Had a couple people ask me if I was all right. All is okay for the most part. Just got kind of caught up, planned poorly. So here we are. As for life updates, I don't really feel like this is enough to put into an entire episode, so I'm just gonna say what I can for the most part right now. If you don't know me, if this is your first time ever listening to me talk, just a little recap of this year. It has been an absolute shitstorm, literally from like the first month in January all the way until like September, whenever my husband got out of his shoulder sling. The very overview spark notes is that Jake, my husband, was gone pretty much from like January until June. He was home for a few weeks here and there in between, but he was gone pretty much the whole time. Um, My best friend died in the mix of that, and our cars both went out at the same time. His brakes went out while I was driving. We had mice in our garage. My car got like messed up again later on in like July. He had shoulder surgery in August, and it's just... Been constant. I've been constantly strung out, constantly stressed out. And a few months ago, I noticed I was having breast pain. Like it felt like my muscle, like my pec muscle, was almost just so sore that my boobs were hurting. And I didn't think much of it because I thought it was just a new period symptom. And then I started getting pretty bad hormonal acne right around, like before my period would start. And I Decided I should go to the doctor because I needed to get my yearly or whatever yearly pap smear done So I went and I literally word vomited to her. I was like, I feel like my body's falling apart I'm tired like all the time like not so tired that I can't do anything, but just I feel like sluggish. I feel unmotivated I don't feel like myself I don't know if my hormones are all out of whack all of a sudden or if there's something else wrong with me and if you don't know the story of my friend she had vasculitis, but It was kind of not misdiagnosed, but it wasn't treated right away, which didn't necessarily cause her death ultimately, but she didn't know about it for a while. And then it turned into this whole thing and that's, you know, what ended up being the whole issue. So I've been basically like hypochondriac on drugs this whole like last year. Because I'm just convinced something bad's gonna happen to me too. So I was spilling my guts to my doctor, and I was just saying I am scared. I have breast cancer. I'm scared I have lymphoma because my armpits have been itchy too, and yada yada yada. So she did a full like blood panel with my hormones and my thyroid and my prolactin levels, did a breast exam for me, and basically said I was fine. There's physically like my hormones might just be kind of you know regulating because I've not been breastfeeding for two full years now. But she said that she was more concerned about how stressed I had been for a very prolonged period of time. And she thinks that my body was so used to being in a fight or flight mode for so long that now that I don't necessarily feel that way all of the time, that it's just freaking out and it doesn't know what to do because it was, you know, kind of ignoring physical things that were changing to deal with being so stressed out. And so now I'm noticing all these things that have changed over time and I'm just, so, so yeah, I did a bunch of research on vitamins to take and how to like get my cortisol levels to just be a lot lower. And one of the main things that she said was to cut like caffeine down a lot, which she didn't even ask how much I drank or whatever. So I've been trying to cut that down a whole bunch, eat so much more protein. I started taking magnesium supplements literally like two days ago, so I haven't really, notice much there I started doing my little mini stepper in my bedroom I'm trying to work up to doing like 30 minutes straight on it but oh my god am I out of shape and it is freaking hard so I started doing a minute per day so today's the eighth I did eight minutes on it and again I felt like I was dying but I do feel really good about it I've just really not been feeling like myself not in a way that every day is hard or that like I'm unhappy necessarily but I'm a very motivated go-getter you know girl and I just have not been feeling like that so trying to get that sorted out trying to figure that out and yeah that's kind of the spark notes overall overview of everything that's kind of been going on behind the scenes here luckily everything that they did test on me hormone levels thyroid whatever they all look good everything's perfectly normal and where it should be but now I'm just, it almost is worse because now I have to figure it out on my own, like what's going on, which I know I could go back to her and be like, Hey, what else is wrong with me? And she'd probably, you know, listen to me. She's really cool. But that's besides the point. This whole year has just been a lot, like so much more than I anticipated. And I'm very glad it's leveling out now, knock on freaking wood, but, but this come down of my body and like being more aware of whatever. Also, not to mention, I was pregnant back to back and I breastfed for like, I don't even know how many months straight with both these freaking kids. So also, I'm 25. So at the same time, it's like my body's probably ready to actually be pregnant for the first time now instead of when I was freaking 20, when I ended up being pregnant back to back. So my whole body just doesn't know what to do because it's it's all just out of whack. Literally out <laughs> so out of balance. Clearly not blood like hormone level E, but all my like period symptoms are just changing and it it's a mess honestly so I started a little thing on TikTok I didn't like call it a series or anything crazy but I started just saying getting my head out of my ass or getting my shit together because that's what I gotta do that's kind of all for this little tangent I just wanted to kind of fill you in I guess not that I've been being deceitful or lying or anything crazy because again it's not like I'm unhappy or anything like that but all this other stuff was just kind of on the back burner for so long and so I'm trying really hard to prioritize stuff with myself and make me a priority and my physical body not even just like getting breaks or whatever that kind of stuff I'm talking about my physical literal body anyway that's kind of the update on what I've been dealing with trying to figure out other than that though not really much to report we're just kind of in a weird season like literally physical season because It's very cold in the morning and then it's like 80 degrees in the afternoon and it'll be like that probably till Thanksgiving which I'm so excited for Thanksgiving because that's pretty much my favorite holiday. I mean I love New Year's. New Year's is probably my top favorite holiday but if we're talking like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas which are my favorite I would 100% pick Thanksgiving. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Actually no we got to do the Instagram quote. I always forget that but I love this part. The one that I picked this week is from blushing.ginger and it says reminder you don't need to justify doing what's best for you and that that's fantastic when it comes to you or your family's well-being no one needs to know your reasonings because is enough of a reason no is a full sentence so take that into your holiday season I think probably this month, maybe one of the later episodes around Thanksgiving, I want to do your favorite holiday traditions. So I'll probably do a little question box on my Instagram in maybe like a week or two. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Katarina Strode. I'm that on everything, all the socials. So watch out for that because I love holiday traditions. So I definitely want to do that. So the main topic, whatever you want to call it this week, oh my gosh, there's a helicopter. Hold on one second. I don't even know if you could hear that, but it was not, this is the the definite con of living so close to a freaking military base. Oh my goodness. Anyway, the topic of the week or something I was thinking about is, was it worth it? So, you know, whenever you are pregnant and there's about 450,000 pieces of advice from people, you should not co-sleep. You should not let them be in your crib by yourself. You should not, you know, like do load weaning you should not get pureed like there's literally about a hundred thousand million bajillion different things people say and it's very up in the air on what is actually worth it because every kid is different so I was thinking about that because I was thinking about our kids and what I did or instilled in them from a very very young age and what things were kind of pointless for me to have done for them and what things were just like top tier I would do a hundred times over. Also keep in mind that my kids are still pretty young. I mean, I'm definitely on the like quote unquote older side of kids at this point when you compare it to like newborns and stuff because my youngest is almost three and a half. But there are still a lot of things that we did from very, very early on that already have started to pay off or have paid off. And I would love to run through the list I made. And then I also did ask on my Instagram for what your things are that you think were worth it or were not worth it or questions you might have on if something was worth it to me the first thing that popped into my mind whenever i was thinking of this was i have told them from the jump literally before they could actually speak that i'll never be mad at them for something that they did on accident I'm talking breaking something, falling over on something, spilling stuff. I will never, ever be mad about an accident. And this has paid off for me in many ways, namely because if they spill something, they always tell me they spilled something. They never hide stuff from me because they know that I won't be mad at them. And on the reverse, if I do something on accident, they're never mad at me. They never say like, oh, you baba," or try and get angry with me for doing something on accident or at each other. So if they're playing and the other one genuinely accidentally hurts the other one or hits them or something like that, knocks something over, they rarely get upset at the other if it's a genuine accident because they know that you don't get mad at people for accidents. There have been a few times that I have been very frustrated and usually my daughter will say, you're not mad, you're just frustrated. And I'll say, yes, I'm just frustrated that I have to clean this up now, but I'm not angry with you for doing it. It's just frustrating to have to clean it up. And they always help me clean it up. Anytime my son spills anything, he always says, I do it. I get it. And he runs over and grabs a towel. Or if he needs it to be wet or with cleaner on it, he'll say, monkey, turn on the sink so I can get some water on my paper towel. And then he'll wipe it up himself. And I just go in for, you know, second round. But that's a really big one for me. And I've been doing that literally since they were tiny. And it just, every time that they spill something, it it doesn't make me happy because it is still frustrating, right? But it just like... I don't know, heals some part of me that I'm like, oh, I'm not mad. Like, I'm genuinely not mad. I'm just, you know, it's fine. Another thing I have done since literally before they could speak is if I feel like something, I will always tell them how I'm feeling instead of just saying I'm okay. So if they can sense that something's wrong and my daughter asks how I feel or what I'm feeling, I always tell her the truth. I don't say, oh, I'm fine. And I just move past it. So if I'm frustrated at something or, sad. That was a really big one. Whenever my friend died, <laughs> I would be crying and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm sad. Uh, Yeah. And so she would try and comfort me. And now whenever they feel something, she always can tell me what she's feeling. This was coupled with whenever she would throw tantrums, be like, I know that you're angry. It's okay to feel angry, but it's not okay to blah, blah, blah. Okay. The feeling, not the behavior. So that girl, she is not even five, but the amount that she is able to describe feelings or take in, like, the feelings of other people, not in, like, a manipulative, like, super whatever way, but she's able to just, like, recognize things in people and be like, oh, that would mean that they're, like, this, or I can sense that you feel this way. And, like, it, it's crazy. And she just names feelings all the time. And, again, if I am feeling one type of way, I don't lie to her. So if I'm feeling something I think is too much for her... I just kind of dial it down just a little bit to still show her that that feeling is okay and how to handle it, or at least how I personally handle it. A very, very big one for me in this category is baby led weaning. I will literally die by baby led weaning. I know that some people do it and then it kind of fizzles out and their kid just reverts back to being a super picky toddler. And I won't lie and be like, they've eaten asparagus every day for the rest of like forever they've definitely gone through their spells of being quite picky but it was more for just a power trip versus they genuinely didn't want to try something because I could give them the exact same thing like four hours later and they would have tried it they're very adventurous with food especially my son my daughter's a little more reserved now that she's almost five but my son oh my gosh he will literally he ate sushi with me and my mom when he was like two and a half because he was like I'll try it and I gave him something he was like mm, yum yum Again, they are still kids. So with growth spurts or when they stop growing a little bit, like it obviously fluctuates a lot. So not every night they're just downing their plates. But if we want them to try something new or if they, you know, see something, they will literally nearly try everything. And I love that because I feel like a lot of kids don't have that. They are very like limited on things they will even try. And I, I, if you have a little baby and you're like, hmm, should I give them puree? Should I whatever? please look into baby led weaning, buy a book, get like the baby eats the alphabet book because it's so much fun. It's literally some of my favorite memories with both of them were with food when they were little. And it's just it's literally so fun. Neither one of them ever got a puree from me. We never spoon fed them a single thing ever in their entire like however long they were quote unquote baby led weaning. And it was so low pressure and so much fun. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that. This might be my most controversial one, which I rarely say anything controversial ever, but we have never got them a tablet. Okay, we don't do tablets in the car. We don't do tablets in public. We don't even have a tablet. I've never given them my phone to watch something on aside from whenever my daughter was in the ER to get stitches. That was literally the only time. And if you know one thing about me, I will never shit on people or should on people ever. So if you have a tablet for your kid, literally I don't care. Good for you, honestly. Sometimes I wish I sometimes I wish we did have a tablet and I'm honestly probably going to be getting one soon for school stuff for them. But I do like how they're very aware in public settings of everything that's going on and in restaurants they interact with people, they interact with the waiters and it's a lot of fun. It's it's nice for them to not be in a device all the time and the same within the car I mean I know that not every kid that has a tablet in the car is like oblivious to what's going on but my daughter like knows where our dentist office is and she knows where you know like our street is and she knows like all these landmarks of things I'm like how do you even know where we are you just turned forward-facing girl like come on we talk in the car we sing in the car we play music in the car and she just it's really I like it again it's just fun it's cool to like not have them be zoned in on something which again it is nice sometimes to have them <laughs> not be talking to me because sometimes i'm like "Girlie, please just listen to this music please listen to the music i love you but listen to taylor swift overall though i am very glad that we did not do that yet again i think i will probably be getting one because we are going on a very long road trip in the spring so i might get one for that but that's mostly because i feel hypocritical if i can be on my phone in the car to kill time and they can't have something you know But up till this point, I'm very glad we did not do that for them. I have two more and then I will go through all of the ones I got on Instagram because I got a whole bunch and I'm super excited. I read a couple of them and I love it. So one of them is using the real name for body parts. And this is mostly just for even farther into the future that if something were to happen or if something was wrong, they could tell me and tell others if they needed to. But we've always called our private parts what they are and I have never called them anything else to them again that's for like even farther down the road and that's like worst case scenario shit you know but I do like that we do that and it was kind of funny when they were learning the words because my daughter would just be like you have this and daddy had and I'm like girl ah, yes you're right but oh my god and last but certainly not least just what I could think of is doing ASL with them from a very very young age I love American Sign Language I, I would not say I'm like fluent by any freaking stretch of the imagination. But I do know quite a lot of signs and the whole alphabet and all the kind of stuff I've communicated with deaf people before using ASL. And I really wanted to teach them that because it helps connect a lot of things in the brain. And sometimes when you're a very tactical learner, and you need a tangible thing with spelling or reading and stuff like that, it can kind of bridge that gap. And it paid off so well for us because my daughter is exactly like that she needs to like have a tangible thing to learn something so she knows her whole name in sign language she knows literally I think like 50 plus signs for stuff and it has helped us in situations where we either like can't really hear her and she's like trying to tell us something and she'll sign something to us or if we're like trying to talk to her and we sign something she'll be like oh this and we don't have to even talk But just being able to teach her something in a more tangible way while still communicating is just top tier. If you, again, have a little baby, I would highly recommend starting with the basics of like more milk, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, even like those are ones that she loves to do all the time. That's honestly one of my favorite ones, because, again, I love ASL anyway. So having my kids be part of that is just like top tier. I'm looking at these ones on Instagram and we have a lot of conflicting things. And I'm so cool with that. I love conflicting views because everyone is different. Every mom's different. Every baby's different. Every mom baby pair is different. So again, take all this with a grain of salt. If you have been listening and you're like, oh, I'm pregnant, taking notes, just do baby led weaning. Do baby led weaning in ASL. And that's all you need to know. This very first one says putting my baby slash kid in their own crib slash bed at night to sleep since day one, 100% worth it there are several that have to do with sleep. So I'm just going to go through and read those because it's kind of funny. But this one says sleeping in his own bed from the beginning was so worth it. Um, and then literally one single like square over, it says buying them cribs, cribs that they never slept in. It's so not worth it. <laughs> this is like textbook everyone's different stuff, right? Because you know, I mean, that's just that's just one of those things that everyone has a different perspective on. My mom replied and said, reading and singing to you every night was absolutely worth it. She's so freaking cute. She and I were talking about this episode earlier, and she said the only thing she could possibly say that was not worth it actually was worth it. So it was a double-edged sword of parenthood situation, like most things. And she said pushing us so hard academically because she did push us very, very hard, but she sometimes wishes that maybe she would have just been... A little more chill about it but also it did teach us a lot of things and helped us place value on education and like working hard and that kind of stuff so that was her 25 year later thing that she maybe maybe wasn't worth it but also it was worth it because we ended up okay you know this one says baby led weaning reading every night sign language top three 100% agree. I would add reading into my list as well because we read to them at least one book every single night. And we've recently been checking books out from the library. So they're just hyped about books now. And it's so much fun. It's just a nice little cool down situation. They have some of these books memorized, which is so freaking cute. They have their favorites. It's just adorable. So again, reading, yes, yes. Ooh, I love this one. It says an expensive camera, worth it. We still use it four years later. I, yes. 100%. I've had a nice camera since like pre kids being bored. I actually second shot like a wedding or something with one of my good friends in Hawaii. And I took pictures all the time with my camera. So I have always had that. And yes, 100% having a nice camera is so just nice. It's so good to have we take all of our family photos, literally in our backyard, I set up all my stuff, Make sure lighting is good, take some test shots, and then I tell my mother where to point the camera and she takes pictures for me. And it's so nice. I have not had to do professional, like, holiday card photos in years. Not to mention just for the little things, it's really nice to have, you know, like a designated camera for stuff instead of just using your iPhone all the time or Android, whatever. The same person says, Nugget, not worth it. It never gets used. I feel very conflicted about Nuggets because. I think they were so nice whenever the world was shut down because it was just another thing to do in your house. But for longevity and amount of money that they are, I don't know. I mean, my kids definitely still use them a lot, but they are still, you know, not even five and three and a half. So, I mean, they are a lot of money. I personally think that they're worth it. But if your kid doesn't like it, then it's not worth it. You know, like it's one of those things that if you don't have it, I don't think they'll be like, ugh, I wish I had a nugget. But if you do have it and they don't like it, then you're just wasted your money. I don't know. I mean, the gamble was worth it to me because it was cool. And my kids like jumping off shit and being crazy. So I figured they would like it. Even when my daughter was 18 months old, I was like, girl, go off. But yeah, that's just me. I think they're worth it. But that's, you know, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Here's another baby led weaning. It says 100 foods before one slash baby led weaning was so worth it. Absolutely. Another is getting them used to sleeping in both complete silence and with loud noise. So worth it. I never did the loud noise thing. We've had sound machines since they were tiny and we never do anything. If I'm being so honest, we don't ever go anywhere that they would have to have loud noise. So at this point, they're kind of too far gone. And if they're not going to sleep, they're not going to sleep. So I do think it's nice to have them in different environments sometimes to sleep, but we didn't really have that option because we... Never did anything. (laughs) We didn't live by our family to go like hang out at my mom's until bedtime or after. But I think it it definitely can be if that needs to be something that fits your lifestyle. Missing out on later gatherings for a strict bedtime, totally worth it after seeing both sides. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that if we did stuff like that a lot, then maybe it would have been more worth it. But there were very few things that we missed out on that were late or at someone's house or whatever with our kids that it wouldn't have mattered that much personally. But I mean, she's saying seeing both sides that she, you know, thinks it's worth it. So do with that what you will. Another in the baby led weaning box. Ooh, I forgot about this. Cloth diapering, worth it. I agree. Honestly, I feel like the more kids you have, the more worth it it is, if I'm being so for real. I had two and I 100% feel like it's worth it. But the more kids you have, the more worth it it is. It's been now like well over a year since my kids have been out of diapers so I don't remember all the numbers and I that I had crunched at one point to talk about cloth diapers and if they're worth it but financially oh my gosh you save so much money and I actually potty trained both our kids very early at 25 months so we saved out on more money because we potty trained early, but we still saved a bunch of money by cloth diapering. So I 100 percent, yeah, I 100 percent agree. I had forgot about that actually because I'm so far removed. I love cloth diapers, man. I miss it. I really do sometimes. Not the actual part of it, but I miss having them because they're so freaking cute and so so easy to deal with. I feel like it's very overcomplicated a lot of the times, but. It's actually just so awesome. There's a girl I follow on TikTok. We're actually mutuals, and we have been for like two years, I think. Her at is Kinder Cloth Diapers, and it's my favorite freaking cloth diaper brand, and I'm so mad they were not around when my daughter was little because I would have had my whole stash of them because they're so nice. She's very educational, very informal, so if you're listening to this and you have a baby and you're like, what the heck, that's gross, go find her on TikTok. I'll link her in the show notes because she's fantastic truly she's so sweet she makes really cool other baby stuff i have a huge like outdoor play mat that she made but yeah if you want to hear informational stuff for cloth diapers definitely go it's kinder cloth diapers like i said but i will have it linked below that's all i got from there if you have any questions about any of these things want me to elaborate please feel free to message me i like talking to you guys it makes it feel like i'm actually speaking to someone instead of sitting in my closet because if you didn't know that i'm in my closet right now Thank you guys so much for being patient with me last week and missing a week. I just really appreciate it. And I think next week I want to do like the truth behind being a content creator, like quote influencer. I freaking hate being called that, but like the business almost side of social media stuff, talk about money, talk about, you know, all that kind of stuff. So if that's interesting to you, please let me know that as well, because I don't want to like talk about stuff that's not interesting to other people, but I feel like people want to know that kind of stuff so i'd love to share i will definitely be putting a question box for it on my instagram as well and that is at katarina strode yet again telling you again thank you guys so much for listening to me i hope you have a great friday whatever day you're listening at whatever time of day and i will talk to you later